red light district visit. Our lives for your lives, the men assured her. If you don't tell what we are doing, we will treat you kindly and faithfully when the Lord gives us the land. Joshua 2 verse 14. Today we are going to visit a real red life district to meet a special mama. I can just hear you saying, red light district, are you out of your mind? I thought this was a Christian blog or podcast. For those of you who don't know what a red light district is, it is a place where prostitution is officially tolerated. Now, before you shut off this podcast or stop reading this blog, remember the Great Commission. We must go into all the world. So give me a few more minutes as we visit the RD. Rahab, the prostitute, lived in the well-fortified city of Jericho. She was strategically placed as her house was a part of the city wall with a window tactically designed in it. Her house was well known by natives and strangers alike. She was an established part of the red light district. Living on the wall meant that Rahab would have interacted with persons from all elements of society, from merchants to kingsmen. She would be aware of the latest news and would be sought out as a reliable source on the who's who and the latest in Jericho. It is no wonder that when Joshua sent out two secret spies to scope out the land, that they went straight to Rahab's house and stayed there. Doesn't this sound straight out of a spy movie, where the heroes go into the heart of trouble to uncover the required information? Hold on a minute. What are some of the places God is sending us to that are out of our comfort zone? Are we prepared to get down and dirty? Think on these things. I digress. Conflict comes to a head when the spies are sought out by the very people that they did not want to find them. The king himself was told that the spies were staying at Rahab with the intention to spy out the land of Jericho. The command is given to Rahab to bring them out at once. Can you imagine coming to the king's attention for the wrong reasons, being seen as harboring would-be assassins? Can you just see Salman and his spy mate trying to figure out what their next move would be? Both Rahab and the spies are caught between a rock and a hard place. What is going to happen next? Firstly, Rahab had been in this business for some time. She knew that these clients needed to remain hidden from the top brass of Jericho. Rahab took charge of the situation and faced the obstacle facing her. She hid the spies on the roof of the house under the stacks of flax. It is likely that the spies were being hidden on the very wall that would be later torn down. What an irony! Hidden on the wall and let down on a rope through that very wall. Rahab knew the king's men would come, so she ensured that the spies would not be found. Rahab not only hid them, but convincingly redirected her countrymen away from their target. Is there a lesson here? What protection is the Lord orchestrating for us in the midst of our enemies? Are we willing to face the obstacles that stand in our way? 
Secondly, we have displayed unbelievable faith about the Lord Almighty and his ability to conquer the very land of Jericho initially. She started out with heart-melting fear and ended up with this professing faith. Listen to our words. I know that the Lord has given you this land. You hear that faith? And that a great fear of you has fallen on us so that all who live in this land are melted in fear because of you. When we heard of it, our hearts melted in fear and everyone's courage failed because of you. For the Lord, your God, is God in heaven above and on earth below. Wow! This faith turned fear. This fear turned faith drove Rahab into action. What about us? What are we afraid of? Are we slaves to fear? Do we need to profess faith in the Lord Almighty? We need to say with Psalm 27 verse 1, The Lord is my light and salvation. Whom shall I fear? Thirdly, Rahab became a life negotiator and an overcomer. She refused to be put off by the difficulty and challenges that were staring at her. She negotiated for her life and the lives of her father, mother, sisters, brothers, and all family that belonged to her. Our lives or your life. So the house of the prostitute in the red light district that we are visiting, that was marked for death, became the house of life and salvation. Notice this important fact that this family was the only family that was spared from burning Jericho. What a story. Who do we need to negotiate for? Which families are waiting on us to broker their redemption and snatch them like firebrands from the burning flames? Let's go. Lives are depending on us. Finally, Rahab became a destiny changer. She not only brought redemption to her family, but she became an integral part of Jesus, that is, Joseph's family lineage. Rahab the foreigner, the outsider, married Salmon, and became the mother of Boaz. Yes, you heard me right. Boaz, the same gentleman, the Kingsman Redeemer, who saw Ruth, the outsider, the foreigner, and protected Ruth's interests, and ultimately married Ruth, saved Naomi, and had Obed, the grandfather of King David. And that's a story for another time. But can you believe this story? Only God could weave the tapestry of this story together. From prostitute to the ancestor of King David. And Jesus. What about our stories, my friend? Jesus. That same Jesus is the same today. The same Jesus was that was the same yesterday is the same today and forever. Right now, God is busy weaving our stories together into a great masterpiece. The problem is we cannot see the masterpiece in its entirety. 
we only see the backside with threads all over the place. Rahab too didn't know how our story would turn out. She only knew the Lord Almighty of heaven and earth was worth falling out of Jericho. We won't know how all this will turn out. But we, like Rahab, have to take the first steps to change our destiny, to move from the land of, the, of death, where death is a red light district, to the land of life and salvation. What are we waiting for? The wall is about to come down. Father, search me, O oh God, and know my heart, I pray. I am walking around in the house of death and my heart is melting with fear. Today, as I stand in this valley of decision, I choose life. I exchange my life of death for your abundant life of salvation. I want to change my life and the life of my family and become a destiny changer. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. I surrender my destiny to you my creator and Lord. In Jesus' name I pray.